what kind of scales we'd expect elementary particles to be. They could be the order of 10 nodes, they could be at the order of 10 to the 100 nodes. If it is 10 to the 100 nodes, then we have absolutely no hope of ever being able to explicitly yeah. simulate you know, an electron. Welcome to The Last Theory, an easy-to-follow exploration of what might be the last theory of physics, Wolfram physics. I'm Mark Jeffrey, and this is episode 53. Are electrons too big to simulate? I asked Jonathan Gorard whether it might prove impossible to simulate elementary particles such as electrons if they're on a scale much, much larger than the hypergraph. Jonathan took us on a tour of the scales of the universe, from the Planck scale to the Hubble scale, and explained how the Wolfram model might connect with particle physics regardless of the disparities of scale. Obviously, there's just a huge distance between those kind of toy models and elementary particles in reality, not least because of size. I mean, if the nodes and edges of the graph are at a scale of, I don't know, 10 to the minus 100 metres, say, tiny, tiny, tiny scale, elementary particles are on a much larger scale than that. So are we likely to run into the problem that it's just going to be impossible ever to simulate such large particles on any computer we could possibly imagine? Yeah, it's a really good question. And the honest answer is, I don't know. I have no, I have no real intuition for that. Because so the number you quoted about elementary edges potentially being sort of 10 to the minus 100 meters or, you know, that kind of order of magnitude of scale. In ordinary physics, people tend to think of elementary particles as being like the smallest thing you could imagine. And now we're talking about many, many orders of magnitude smaller than that, many orders of magnitude below the Planck scale. Yeah. That is an estimate from 2019. Okay. That we came up with in a it's fair to say, in a, in a big hurry, <laughs> as part of Stephen's technical introduction, it's an estimate yeah. that's based on a very, very rickety set of estimates. Yeah. It's like we built this kind of big tower of maybe 20 estimates, each one of which is somehow inherently questionable. And at the top of this tower, <laughs> we were able to construct this estimate of the elementary length. I mean, so for instance, that was based on an assumption about, we, we were trying to kind of consider like maximal lengths in terms of Hubble scales and then try and from those maximal lengths infer like what the minimum energy content might be. Yeah. We had to make a whole big collection of assumptions. It's, it's a very rickety estimate. Yeah. That involved a lot of slightly dodgy dimensional analysis and whatever. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is I'm not sure. Oh, well, I'm certainly not sure that I completely believe that estimate. I don't think Stephen yeah. completely believes it either. It's a possibility. I mean, it's certainly. Let me put it this way. Conventionally, when discrete models of spacetime have been proposed, it's generally been assumed that they must operate at the Planck scale. But in a sense, the Planck scale is just the upper limit of, the, of, yeah, the, of that Planck scale, right? The Planck scale is the place where we know we need something different. It's the place where we yeah. know our traditional methods of GR and QM are going to break down. The transition from the discrete model to the continuum approximation must have happened by at least the Planck scale. But it yeah. could be that the actual discretization scale is many, many orders of magnitude below. There's, yeah. there's certainly space for that to be true. But we don't really know whether it's true or not, I, I, yeah. I would say. All of which is to say that I, I don't have, A, I don't have a good formal intuition for what kind of scales we'd expect elementary particles to be. They could be the order of 10 nodes. They could be at the order of 10 to the 100 nodes. I don't really have a good sense of which, you know, on which side it's going to be. And you're completely right that if it is 10 to the 100 nodes, then we have absolutely no hope of ever being able to explicitly yeah. simulate you know, an electron or something, which would be a shame. But yeah. again... I think the saving grace is that 
going back to the analogy of fluid mechanics and relativity and things, that most of the recognizable physics that we've been able to find in the model so far has the feature that it's not about the microscopic details, it's some kind of coarse-grained approximation to what's microscopically going on. And the physical statements we're making are statements about the coarse grainings, they're not statements about the microstructure. And so one possibility, which I consider to be quite plausible, is that things like quantum field theory that tell us essentially about the dynamics of elementary particle interactions, that those equations won't care that much about the microstructure details of what an electron looks like. Because I suspect that the kind of scattering amplitudes and the S matrices and the propagators and so on that you get in your QFT are really very coarse-grained statements about the bulk structure of particles that are going to be basically agnostic as to, is this hyperedge over here or is it over there in this kind of big bundle of hyperedges? So even if it turns out to be the case that, you know, something like an electron is way too big for us to be able to simulate directly, which would be a shame, but we have to be open to that as a possibility. But even if that's the case... I'm still reasonably optimistic that we'll at least be able to make connection with the conventional mathematical formalism of particle physics, because I suspect that the conventional formalism, because it tends to talk about things like scattering amplitudes, which are really kind of very coarse-grained bulk properties of quantum fields, that we'll be able to make those statements even if we can't explicitly simulate the microstructure of the elementary particles themselves. Thanks for listening to The Last Theory. Join me for fresh insights into Wolfram physics every other week. Subscribe to the free newsletter, podcast or YouTube channel at lasttheory.com. After all, this might be the most fundamental scientific breakthrough of our time.